Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, friendo, Steve here. Yeah, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, taped live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Earlier today, we had a, a really fun uh, uh, friendo draft. First time, obviously, in two years we've done one of these. Yeah. Uh, because of the debacle that was uh, the disappearance of WWE2K21. Uh, so, what do we even do one for 2K20? No. This is the first one since 2019, in three so. years, huh? I believe so, yeah. Yeah, because 20, that's right. We just played a little bit of 2K20, realized it was a crap. Yeah. And then and then just didn't do anything with yeah, it. And then we were going to do something in, in 19, pandemic happened, and we just didn't do it. That's right. Yeah, that's right. Um, so, uh, so no, you know, honestly, dude, we were sitting there. There was like 26 pages of community creations. And I swear to you, they were almost all of them were stellar. Yep. Um, yep. I mean, partially the game. Look, the game just has really better graphics this year. Uh, so I guess maybe it's easier to phone it in. But I'm not going to assume that, man. Just because Ears of Justice says he spent like five minutes on my one of my favorite uh, picks, Harold Trout. Mm-hmm. Um, but so many of you put so much work into it, and we really want to thank you very much for it. Yes. Uh, and uh, we had a blast doing it. Of course, because we did that today, uh, we had uploaded a previously recorded episode of our King of the Ring 1996 review. That is up right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, which means tonight, of course, uh, after uh, we run down tonight's AEW, we're going to be talking about 
NXT uh, featuring a brand new set of tag team champions yeah. there yeah. in NXT, which is pretty interesting. We'll have a lot to talk about with that. But first up, uh, let's talk about some AEW. I thought it was a really, really, really fun show tonight. Uh, it was a solid, a solid two hours. Yeah. Two hours on the dot of an awesome dynamite. And there was also an overrun. Not so much. Yeah, the the, the, the three-minute overrun. Didn't need it. Didn't how, how funny would the show would have been if, if Jay Lethal's like, Joe, we got your gift. Open up the box, and inside is, is Jay Lethal's middle finger. And, and the then, show ends on just like disappointed Joe face. Man, that would have been great. That would have been amazing. That would have been show of the year if it just so ended funny. on this. And Joe like, and then, oh, we got to go. Robin Hood's next. Yeah, just heavy sigh from Joe and then. Off they go yeah. to uh, uh, whatever's on next. Yeah, I know. Yeah, because like, what a crummy way to inaugurate yourself or to be inaugurated or to be uh, uh, crowned the new Ring of Honor television champion, which he was tonight yeah. in a match. Yeah, a really fun match against Moto Suzuki. Yeah, but uh, instead, lights come down. Usually, yeah. they do that. That's like something you know, kind of uh, significant is going to happen. Well, it did <laughs> lights there come was. down? Uh, and and they come back up. It's not. It's not. It's not Claudio. Right. Castagnoli, it's uh, uh, Satnam Singh. Uh, so I'd heard that he was training, uh, whether it be AEW Academy, Nightmare Factory, whatever they're calling the wrestling school now. Um, and uh, he's a former basketball player. He is huge. He's a big guy. Seven something. I don't know how tall he is, but he's really tall. And mm -hmm. so he's in the ring, and he's Jay Lethal's uh, heater. Yeah. And so he's beating up Cho. Um. And uh, I mean, come on! It it was just underwhelming. It was it underwhelming. Was, I was I was trying to find the exact term uh, word I wanted to use, and underwhelming is it? It was very underwhelming. Because the expectation is lights come down, lights come back up. Your expectations are, oh, this is going to be something huge. And yeah, I, mean, I guess he is literally huge. He's a yeah, massive human being. Yeah, but you know, in, in terms of what we've been. Conditioned to expect underwhelming. Well, you know the NBA playoffs are coming up, and uh, we We're happening an now. The play-in tournament's happening now, Steve. The play-in tournament's happening right As now, and of course, we have you know we had an insider in chat let us know the real reason why this fella showed up. It's because in order to get that overrun, Tony Khan had to agree to put former NBA player, apparently according to Wikipedia, that that's by the way a joke. Uh, 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 Satnam Singh. He actually had a workout at the WWE Performance Center oh. back in 2017. All right. And then in September of last year, he was signed by All Eat Wrestling. And then he made his debut, of course, tonight. tonight. Uh, who did he play uh, for yeah. uh, when he was in the NBA? The Mavericks. Mavericks, all right. I believe so. Anyways, let me double check That's here. I thought right. I saw him in a Maverick uh, uniform. And, in fact, he did, in fact, yes, selected by the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, and... Uh, yeah, did he actually, let's see here, yeah, 52nd overall pick. So anyways, it's fun to talk about the silliness, that because that's the last thing that we're left with, the last yeah. image we're left yeah. with, but, you know, I, I really don't want it to cloud a really solid episode of Dynamite, man. I mean, let's talk about for a second, how much does your chest hurt just having Ooh. experienced Ooh. the first five minutes 
five solid minutes. Five minutes can be a long time, Larson. Yeah. Of just chops from Joe and Suzuki. Yeah. No, if uh, five minutes seem like an eternity when your chest is getting pummeled by chops. Uh, Joe's chest was already starting to bruise and blister mm-hmm. up along his collarbone, mm-hmm. I believe, mm-hmm. on his left shoulder chest area. Yeah, uh, it was rough. Suzuki's man. chest was getting red, too. Uh, just fantastic, violent, professional wrestling. A lot of fun. Uh, and uh, and uh, we got ourselves a new Ring of Honor TV champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. All the wrestling tonight, uh, I thought, was a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, all the wrestling was good. Um, I, I did, you know, once again, this is a caveat that you can apply to pretty much any episode. Not enough women's wrestling. Yes. Uh, I understand they're building up Marina Shafir as... Uh, uh, you know, it's trying to get a strong submission opponent to take mm-hmm. Jade out of her game, mm-hmm. and Jade's not taking her seriously. I get that. That match wasn't, I don't know, it was a bit on the underwhelming side, to be honest with you. Um, Marina might have a bright future, I'm not sure, but uh, but yeah, I would have liked another, yeah. I mean, dude, you have how many matches? You can't, you can't throw another women's match I in know. there. That can kind of be said on any episode of AEW. Yes. Um, I, my my match of the night for my money. Was uh, Hobbs and Starks oh, that versus was Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland? God damn, what a good match! I thought they were going to give the win somehow, some way to Ricky Starks because so you know of his connection with uh, New Orleans. Yeah, yeah. Um, but uh, but to see Hobbs get that spinebuster win over Keith Lee, ah, oh, shit, that was good. That was great. It was. I was pretty surprised that that was the the finish, but it's not to say I wasn't pleased. I was. We're yeah, huge no, fans of Powerhouse Hobbs here going in Raw to see him get a huge win like that. Great, fantastic! Oh no, absolutely fantastic! Uh, uh, Wardlow is going to be back in action. Mm-hmm. Uh, he once again, this time through subterfuge, mm-hmm. uh, took out security during an MJF Sean Dean match. Of course, Sean Dean always in the middle of this stuff. Yeah, uh, and uh, Wardlow this time uh, absconds with a shirt from security. It's like a medium for him. I did, I did like how commentary saw uh, one of the security guards had no shirt on, like. So he's taking shirts now. <laughs> it was kind of obvious what he was going to do. My thing was when I saw the shirt was gone, I was like, "It, that's not going to cut." But he wore a mask. Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, yeah, his yeah. shirt's not, it's not exactly Superman Clark Kent here. Uh-uh, uh-uh. Um, but he wore the hat and he wore the mask. And of course, MJF goes and puts his crowd his back to the crowd right near the barricaded Wardlow saunders up to him. Gives him the double thumbs up. MJF is curious about the crowd's reaction. It turns around and Wardlow attacks, or he, you know, he he, he hops over, yeah. and uh, and runs MJF up the ramp. So, you know, piles upon piles of security comes out. MJF takes the loss in a really clever bit. Tries to bribe Bryce the ref into not counting that final ten. Bryce does it anyways, and then uh, and then a little bit later, MJF says, "Fine, pig, Wardlow." Uh, you want to mix it up? Oh, I'm going to mix it up with you. I'm going to give you appropriately named, but I'm sorry. As much as I love the butcher, they haven't done much to inspire much confidence with me and the butcher these days. So next week we're getting Wardlow versus the butcher. Yeah. Wardlow is going to wipe the floor with the butcher abs. Now I would assume, you know, if, if, if MJF was smart, he'd make this some sort of no DQ so he can have, you know, uh, a bunch of armed security yes. guys. Yes, exactly. A on his payroll, thing. yeah, 
right attack. Something. I don't think he's going to do that, but I do appreciate that they're escalating this week to week. The posters are getting bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like they're just doing the same thing week after 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 week. After it week. seems like this is going to be the double or nothing thing, right? Yeah, you'd think so. You'd think yeah. so. Yeah, yeah, that would make sense. That would make a lot of sense. Uh, yeah, and thankfully they're they're taking their time with it, but week by week escalating things. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's jump into it. Show opened up with CM Punk versus Penta Oscuro. Uh, oh, this match was made on Twitter by Tony Khan after CM Punk says, I want someone to fight me this Wednesday. Uh, a bunch of wrestlers stepped up. Penta gets the match. Didn't disappoint. Uh, Phil did a hell of a job selling knee during this match. Mm-hmm, when he slipped yeah. off the top rope, I don't know if that was intentional or not, when he's going for that Rana. Um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, man, he was really selling it. Uh, doesn't seem like he's hurt because he got him up for a GTS to get the win. Yeah, I think In fact, fine. he caught Penta. Uh, mid springboard. Yeah, that was rad. That takes good base, strong legs. Yeah, it does. I don't know if you yeah, can do that if you have a knee injury. Good trunks. Bang, GTS gets the win. Really fun match. Goes out to the apron. Uh, uh, yeah, a lot of fun. Yeah, good stuff. After that, uh, funny little bit. Jericho Appreciation Society arrive at the airport on their private jet. Jericho gets out. And says, "This is how real sports entertainers travel. Only the best for." <laughs> for us and then you hear hey and it's kingston on site uh, on sea thank you kingston and santana and ortiz uh drive up in a car hey on site we told you we're gonna see you tonight and then they dump 2.0 out of their car and once again kingston has taken the shoes of an opponent this time, Angelo, yeah. uh, took his shoes and they drive off. Oh, it was crazy. Hilarious little bit. And they had a wildly fun match a little bit later. They did. They did. Before that, we had a match for the AEW Tag Team Championships. Redragon taking on Jurassic Express. This was a lot of fun, too. I was actually pretty surprised that Redragon didn't pick up the win here, especially how the match played out. Because they were destroying Marcel Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, but they were working over both their knees. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like... It was a situation where, okay, I could. this is booked like a totally believable tile change here. Does it make yeah. Jurassic Express look bad? You know, uh, and in the end, no. It, it's Jurassic Express hits their finish after uh, Luchasaurus kicks Kyle O'Reilly out of the ring. Bob Fish eats the finisher. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly runs back into the ring afterwards with a chair, clobbers Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus with it, and just screams, that's bullshit. It's BS. <laughs> yeah. BS. And so yeah. Reed Dragon walk up the ramp. They're met there by FTR. And they have a face-off yeah. holding belts up in their face and pie facing and pushing. So I guess we're going to get that soon, which would be really well, let's good. Talk, let, let's talk about that here. You know, we've we've talked endlessly about the idea that Christian is going to turn on Jurassic Express. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they might do a scenario, given that FTR is so over his faces. Yes. And come on, it's clear they got – they got each of these guys is holding two titles. They got two champion tag championships right now. It would not shock me if they were the ones to take those titles off of Jurassic yep. Express. The thing is, and Tony Khan's fine with doing face versus face or heel versus heel. He's fine with that. But I don't know. Do you think maybe it might be a situation where instead of turning on them, Christian is able to get them to 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 be a bit cheaty to be bad guys and and thus justify a heel versus face type thing for or it for might Lucha just Express? be a thing where Christian's trying to nudge Jurassic him in that direction. Hey, yeah, yeah. You, you know, you, you just barely beat Redragon here. You gotta you gotta do whatever it takes to keep those titles. Mm-hmm. And Jungle Boy is resistant. Luchasaurus is like, okay, whatever. 
And so we have that dynamic, which could maybe lead to Jungle Boy getting a singles push. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could be. I feel like Jungle Boy should do some Ring of Honor time, flesh out his character a little bit because the dude does not talk. Like, not, a, not a whole lot, no. Not a whole it's, lot. You know, he gets like a couple sentences in every other week whenever they do a Jurassic Express, I call them Lucha Express, really, Jurassic Express promo. Um, so I don't know. I do think that they need to mix it up a little bit with Jurassic Express. You know, do something a little bit different there. Get yeah. some, you know, like you said, maybe Christian tries to bring him there and and, and, and Jungle Boy is, is resistant to that. I don't know what you do. But it, I get the feeling once FTR came out with those titles, I'm like, oh, that's right, FTR. They got like a bunch of titles. They're collecting titles. It's gotta be. I, it's gotta be that. You'd think it'd be FTR. They're yeah. on a hell of a run right now. Hell of a run. After that, we had a Blackpool Combat Club interview, and Regal's like, "Man, I could be more happy to be here. I'm, so happy. I'm surrounded by three baddest men in AEW." Uh, Brian Danielson says they're fired up because Wheeler Yuta is fighting with us, and now that we're uh, now next, we're fighting the Gun Club, and then uh, Mox calls Gun Club a bunch of goofs. He says, I don't like the gun club. We need, I don't really know them. We need I think less, they're a bunch of goofs. We need le- less goofs in AEW. And then Wheel of Yuta says, Friday the real work begins. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had a face-off interview with Jamie Hayter and Tony Storm. Shivani said, thank you for keeping this confronta- physical confrontation free. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, he says, Jamie's going to face uh, 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 Tony in the first round of the Owen. She says, uh, I want this match more than the fans. There's a lot of similarities between us. We both traveled the world honing their craft. She says, just like Owen. She said, but this is my crowning moment at AEW, and you can't stop that. And then Tony just sort of smiles, and Jamie's like, what? You ain't got nothing to say? You ain't got nothing to say? And Tony just sort of smiles and walks away. She's like, yeah, of course you ain't got nothing to say. Tony's going to win that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, after that, we had MJF versus Sean Dean. So MJF comes to the ring in a jacket. He's having a hard time getting the zipper down. Like, oh, I hate when that happens. Uh, like his scarf got caught in it. And I was hoping, obviously, there's some sort of subterfuge up, but I was hoping he'd have like some sort of steel plate. Oh, that's good. Something like that, something yeah. underneath the jacket he could use to his advantage. But no, he's just it was just a distraction, and he just hits Dean from behind eventually, and then like right away takes the jacket off. It was all a ruse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyways... Uh, we cut backstage. Security's all laid out. One dude's missing a shirt. Crowd starts chanting Wardlow. And MJF takes a second, looks around. No Wardlow. Throws uh, Sean Dean out of the ring. Throws him in the barricade. Leans against it to pose. And that's when a security guard walks up behind him. Hey, it's Wardlow. Big, beefy muscle hamster. Yeah, he jumps the barricade. MJF runs away, runs away from him. Wardlow follows up towards the ramp. Spears blasts Wardlow in the back with the chair. Wardlow completely no-sells it. It's about the power bomb. Spears on the floor. Instead, security runs out. Wardlow is able to fend off like five or six of them. Eventually, there's like a dozen security guards holding them back. Thing is, refs counting. Bryce Remsburg, Mm -hmm. he's counting a 10 count. And so MJF is trying to get back in the ring. So Wardlow can't really move towards MJF, but he can kind of move a little bit side to side enough to kind of block MJF's path back in the ring. So MJF yells at Bryce Remsburg, hey, whatever Tony Khan is paying you. Sorry, he grabs the mic. I'll pay you triple if you don't camp me out. And Bryce thinks about it, counts to 10, Sean Dean wins. Yeah, another big win for Sean Dean. Indeed. So MJF gets mm-hmm. in the ring, he shoves Bryce. Bryce shoves him back. MJF's about to punch him or something. Spears gets in there, makes sure uh, there's no altercation beyond that. Backstage, Wardlow's destroying more security guards, and he grabs the camera and says, this isn't going to stop until you release me from my contract. 
The Angie's List You Know and Trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Uh, after that, we had a Darby Allen short film. little student film production here. Him skateboarding on the streets of wherever he is. And uh, he, he, he comes across like sort of the, um, the, the the skeleton, if you will, of a coffin. Frame, if you will. Frame, thank you. That's what I was looking for. It says, uh, Andrade, I'm going to put a nail in this whole thing. <clears throat> coffin match. Yeah. Uh, why is Malachi Black still feuding with Fuego, Larson? This is a, this is a small qualm. In an overall really good, uh, but I'm sitting here. I'm like, yeah, at least he's not stuck in a room somewhere. I mean, he kind of is. Yes, this was literally him in a room, dark room. This is him in a room, but he's not like stuck there week no, after week. He hasn't week been there for week. a year, no. But like he said, Malachi. I'm sorry, Malachi says, Fuego. <laughs> and immediately when he said that, I was like, really? Yeah, I know. Still, I know. how do you? You sh- he shouldn't even know this guy's name. He says, Fuego. Are your are our hopes and dreams the same? The main difference between us, if someone cuts open my throat, I dig in and find a dark abyss of razor blades. Says uh, Fuego's to you. Your fans cheer him. Cheer you. I'm reading Larson's notes. Yes. Because they wish it. Because House of Black no. wishes it to happen. Sorry. Because I wish it to happen. Yeah. Something. I'm going to drag your soul down and kill it. I'm like, what? This is a dark elevation feud, man. Step up, get out of there. I know. Take on fucking somebody else, man. The chairman, Camarado, anybody. Yeah. Nick Camarado. Yeah, I know. I know. 
or perhaps Jericho Appreciation Society. They're in action next against uh, Eddie Kingston and Santana Ortiz. Shout out to Eddie Kingston wearing the Junkyard Dog shirt. That was Dump. great. Dump. And then Ortiz has uh, Angelo Parker's shoes mm. with him. Uh, fun bout. And Angelo, by the way, in the time from A to B, had not found a replacement pair. He came out bare feet. Yeah, later on. Yeah, he did. Uh, so, yes. So, eventually, uh, 2.0, you mentioned, uh, 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 Matt. Gosh, uh, what's his new last name? Menard. Menard, thank you. Angelo Parker come to ringside. Uh, Ortiz takes him out with a tope. Eddie gets back in the ring. He hits Garcia with an exploder suplex. He's looking for the back fist. Garcia ducks it, shoves Eddie towards the ropes, and there's Jericho waiting with Floyd. Hits Eddie in the back with the bat. Garcia covers to get the win, and then the JAS attacks Eddie. They bring in Santana Ortiz. They just beat them all up. Yeah, I was wondering if like somebody was going to come and make the save. I know, because the, the, the JAS still has numbers advantage, so you got to think at a certain point, two people are going to step up to help out Eddie and Santana and Ortiz. I, mean, I thought it would have been Mox and Danielson, but now there's three of them. Yeah. So like that, work. then the math doesn't work and they're doing their own thing anyway. So what other two guys could there be? Bear country. Bear country. That's no, no. Uh, wait, is there somebody else who used to have a, uh, I mean, uh, homicide and Hernandez. That would actually totally work. A thousand percent, that would work. That would actually be kind of rad. Hopefully, uh, uh, Hernandez has that uh, wad of cash gimmick still. Oh, yeah. Yeah. From Impact. Uh, after that, we had an MJF interview. He says, uh, I'm the pinnacle of pro wrestling. But uh, he says, it's so funny what happened tonight. We want to laugh. No sympathy for the devil. But that's fine because I have money. He tells Mark Sterling, his lawyer, to read from Wardlow's contract. And he's like, yeah, uh, MJF, he can he can put Wardlow whatever match he wants. And uh, he says, I'm going to put Wardlow to work. No more staying home. He says, I know how to slaughter a pig. And he hands Jose, the assistant, an envelope full of uh, uh, money. And then he says, a butcher. Mm-hmm. And then the butcher walks in and goes, Bleh. Yeah. And I was like, oh, son, you're going to get murdered. Yeah, he's going to get wrecked. You're going to get wrecked. Wrecked. Uh, then we have Marina Shafir taking on Sky Blue. So you got Jade and Mark Sterling watching backstage. Well, more so Mark Sterling. He's writing notes. Jade was on her, She's on her social on her phone, media. Yeah. Not paying attention. And he had uh, Red Velvet and Kira Hogan sitting next to the baddie section. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of baddies right there. Yeah. JR said, oh, good looking. <laughs> JR always has to point out that show. Yeah, man, they're good looking. <sighs> Thanks, Jr. Yeah, thanks, Jr. 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 was on. He was. Uh, he was on one tonight, man. Uh, he was so confused when he saw that NWO Jr. in the in the crowd. Yeah, I know. What? The, what? 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 What am I doing out there? What? What? What's going on? Oh, it's good looking. Uh, so Shafir ends up winning with the triangle. Um, maybe not the best matching of styles here. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, it's, it's a strong win for Marina Shafir going into her match against uh, uh, Jade Cargill coming up. Uh, so, they're, you know, this is Marina Shafir's first TV match. So, yeah. you got to get her somewhat familiar with uh, the audience before Jade beats her. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she, yeah. She's, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we had a, uh, what was going to be a hook interview. Uh, next week, he's got a match on Dynamite. And then, like, it's funny because. 
like the audio in this segment. It was so echoey. It really Tony was. Neeson, it was a hotel Mark's, gym or something like that. Yeah, right. So Neese and Sterling walk in. Of course, Tony Neese just signed a contract with Sterling. Mark's like, hey, why is nobody interviewing my guy, Tony Neese? And Tony Neese is like, hey, I want to talk. He says, no one wants to talk with someone who's worked for their success. They just want to interview someone who were, who was handed their success. Hook stands up, and Sterling and Neese leave, and then Danhausen enters frame, and he was wearing like, uh, what was it like? It looked like a, it was like workout clothes. Well, yeah, it was like it was like spandex. It was like um, it was more like a bicycle onesie. Yeah, with yeah. like cut cut off shorts yeah, and, yeah, yeah, and yeah. sleeves. And then he, of course he tries to curse Hook, and then Hook throws a medicine ball at him, and he kind of topples over. Yes. Uh, then we got a minute of the year Dan Lambert promo. The only thing I got gathered from this is that Scorpio Sky is wrestling Sammy Guevara at Battle of the Belts. Yeah, Saturday. hopefully we can just move on from Sammy and Ty at that point. You know, I hear Dark and Elevation is a show that I don't watch. Maybe they can be there. Uh, after that, we had God damn this match. This was so Tons good. Tons of fun, it, man. It was awesome hearing the reception that Ricky Starks got. That in dude his, was on the verge of tears. I know. I know. Oh, it was beautiful. His music is really, it's it really like is. one of my top three. It's in fantastic. AEW. It's fantastic. It's great. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, Hobbs and Starks versus Swerve and Keith Lee. And, man, Swerve is so fucking smooth. So much. I mean, he it, it's all just effortless, and it flows from one move yep. to the next. Yep. Oh, it's he's so much fun to watch. He really is. He is. He's tons of fun. That spot he did where he did the, the moonsault off of Keith Lee's shoulders. Actually, they sent oh Team Taz God. out of the ring. The bit where, where, where Hobbs is trying to spear Keith from behind, Keith Lee leapfrogs, and so Hobbs spears Starks instead, yeah. and then Lee picks up Starks and beals him into Hobbs. That was great. Yeah, A lot of awesome. really fun stuff in this match. Uh, uh, Ricky Starks kept on trying to go for his finisher on Keith Lee. Uh, it didn't work out for him. Instead, though, he did yeah. hit a Tornado DDT. Swerve breaks up that pin with a 450. So Hobbs takes out Swerve. And then Lee's looking for his finish on Hobbs. Hobbs escapes that. So Lee runs the ropes. Taz had come out just a little bit prior. Grabs Keith Lee by his foot. Kind of trips him up a little bit and allows Will Hobbs, powerhouse Hobbs, to hit a spine buster to get the win. Yeah, awesome. man, that was awesome. I mean, it sort of, you know, foreshadows a big Keith Lee win over Hobbs once they get in there one-on-one. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I don't care. Great win for Hobbs. Yeah. This was This was awesome. And uh, and yeah, uh, for the the Ricky Starks getting the team win yeah in uh, in in his hometown is is fantastic. It is uh, advertised here for Battle of the Belts. Uh, Jonathan Gresham versus uh, Dalton Castle, former he's a former champion yep. there, yep. Ring of Honor. Yep. Yeah, yep. Uh, after that, we had a Thunder Rose interview. I know you were big on oh. the Nyla Rose bit in here, so why don't you take this? One? Great. So uh, she's being interviewed. She said she's excited to defend her title at Battle of the Belts in the main event. Nyla and Vicky step in. And so Nyla's like, hey, we got you a cake. It's supposed to have writing on it, but it doesn't because we didn't want to spend the money on it. And Vicky says, yeah, we're here, here to celebrate your short Tyler reign, uh, Thunder. And then Thunder Rose is like, okay, do you think I'm stupid? And then both Nyla and Vicky say, yes. yes. So <laughs> Thunder Rosa smacks the cake up in Nyla's face. Nyla charges Thunder Rosa. Thunder Rosa sidesteps. So instead, Nyla ends up clobbering Vicky. So mm-hmm. then Thunder Rosa and Nyla end up brawling to the rest, come out and break it up. And then Nyla walks off screen. And she just says, I love cake and violence. <laughs> and violence. Oh, that was so good. Gosh. <laughs> yeah, oh, that was really good I laughed good hard. Stuff. I laughed pretty yeah. hard. About that. I, that's got to be 
what is it? Shop AEW. That's got to be a man. Shirt, yeah. By the way, I don't know if you saw that I don't know new Lee Moriarty shirt. Yeah, right. You know he designed that. I know he designs all of his own shit. I know. Oh my god! Fantastic. That shirt is amazing. I don't care what this is. This could be on a magazine, a, a poster. fucking I know a poster. This could be on some sort of frozen meal. I don't care what it would be. Phenomenal. I'm buying this shit. Do it. And it makes everybody else's look stupid. <laughs> like, 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 what? Who is this? Oh, it's a. <laughs> I don't mean to dump on Fuego. I really don't. You know, but like, this is his is terrible. This team Taz shirt is awful. We build assassins. Uh. Yeah, yeah. These are it's it's all just dog shit that you'd never wear anywhere. And then there's fucking Lee Moriarty's. Like you could wear this anywhere, and you'd look like a million bucks. You know? Yeah. Gosh darn it. Yeah, it's a great shirt. I might have to get one myself too. We could be twinsies, Steve. Awesome. I've always wanted that. Well, we have the we both have the super click shirt. Um, I know. Actually, we, got we have the same. Thing. We have we we have. There's several shirts that we both have. Yeah, I know, but this Lee Moriarty one, this is like the only one I'd wear to a bar. After that, we had a Hangman Page, Adam Cole video package hyping up their title match on Rampage this Friday. Uh Uh, Really well done. Some good stuff. Adam Cole saying, I'm not scared of the stipulation. I'm scared not going back, uh, be able to go back to my hotel room with the title, look in the mirror and say, I'm the best wrestler in the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was good stuff. Great stuff. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Then we had our main event, Samoa Joe versus Minoru Suzuki for the Ring of Honor television title. Uh, of course, Jay Lethal and Sanjay Dutt sing, uh, sit ringside. Um, and yeah, dude, it's just it's just chops, 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 forearm strikes, back to chops. And then Joe finally, after I swear to God, like five solid minutes. It was a while. Uh, Joe finally hits a forearm that staggers Suzuki. They trade a bunch. And then finally, Joe, with his, I think they said 80-pound, 60-pound weight difference, yeah, drops Suzuki with a shoulder tap. Yeah, just and more chops on the floor during a picture-in-picture break, and they both realize they're getting counted out. And so they both point to the ring and tell each other, get in it. They get in there, <laughs> more yeah. chops, more forearms. Yeah. Uh, and then they start getting some ground-based stuff. Suzuki uh, counters a clothesline with an arm bar. Joe hits a power bomb, gets a two transitions right into an STF, then a ring of Saturn. Here am I. Anyways, uh, eventually though, Suzuki hits a drop kick on Joe, locks on a sleeper. He's looking for the gotch pile driver. Joe blocks that. Goes back to Suzuki. Goes back to the sleeper. Joe drives him in the corner. 
puts him on the top rope, hits it in Sagiri. He's looking for the muscle buster. Suzuki, though, counters with an arm bar. Eventually, Joe, though, breaks free, hits muscle buster to get the win. He is a new Ring of Honor TV champion. And that's when Sanjay Dutt and Jay Lethal uh, come out to the ramp and say, Hey, Joe, told you we had a special present for you, and you're really going to appreciate it. Here it is. So Jay Lethal's holding a box with yeah. one hand. So he opens up the box with that hand, and inside the box is his yeah, hand with the middle finger up. Yeah. <laughs> and right there. Would have been perfect. It'd been pretty funny. Just <laughs> heavy sigh from Joe. <laughs> <sighs> oh, that'd be terrific. That'd be great. Instead, right lights went down. Yeah, they spent like, like give it like a thirty second overrun. Like Tony Khan makes a big deal. Oh, we got an overrun tonight. It's thirty a, seconds it's for a slow, a it's a slow zoom in on Joe's disappointed face. God. Tony Khan, grow some balls, okay? Because that's a great idea. You, you, Warner Media, HBO, y'all in the same family. Yeah, yeah. Get the Curb Your Enthusiasm theme. That'd be great. And end it with shenanigans, with with uh, uh, gift pranks. That'd be great. That'd be great. Uh, so instead, lights go down, come up. Uh, Satnam Singh appears in the ring. He lays out Joe, throws him in the ring steps, puts him back in the ring, uh, and it ends with uh, Jay Lethal hitting Joe with a lethal injection. Yeah. It was a good, it was a good looking lethal injection, but, uh, but yeah, it was just, you know, it's, it's, it's goofiness. It, it's, you know, I'm, I'm cool with people coming from all different professions and whatnot to be professional wrestlers. I mean, yeah. AEW, yeah. they've established that like the majority of their people are, you know, come from the independent ranks. They came up as professional wrestlers, et cetera, et cetera. Um, but it is, it, it does, it just feels because it's a thing that WWE does. You know, especially now where they've stopped taking people from the independent ranks. Yeah. Uh, it, it's it's just, it smells like a WWE thing. And hopefully this guy can, you know, maybe if he's really into it and he wants to do it and he's good at it, he'll have a long career in pro wrestling. I hope that's the case. Uh, but in the moment, in the moment, Tony's got to realize that, like, that kind of stuff will just sort of turn people mm. not off necessarily, no. but it gives you the wrong kind of rub, you know? Yeah. And I don't think it does many favors for the guy you're debuting, you know? Mm -mm. So I don't know. I mean, I understand. I mean, I, I, we kind of called it last week when, when Jay lethal was teasing a present for Joe. And I think one of us or both of us like, Oh, he's going to debut some really huge dude. That's going to beat the heck out of Joe. And that's what happened. I didn't, yeah, I didn't realize. I didn't think that it was going to be like an actual large person, like a massive human. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I figured maybe Claudio Cameraman, like big as in, oh, a name. You yeah. Know? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But, but, they won't but at the same time, though, if it, you don't want to have Claudio to come in as Jay Lethal's heater, you know? Mm -mm. Hmm. So. No, I agree. That's why you go with the middle finger and then Joe's face. Slow zoom in. <laughs> Created by Larry Charles or whatever. Uh, Larry David. Um, let's talk about NXT. Sure. Brand new NXT tag champions. We had that gauntlet match. Pretty deadly. Comes straight over from NXT UK to capture the NXT tag titles after the Creed brothers, full on babyface now, yeah. had uh, started out at number one. Uh, although there's no difference between number one and two. Started out at number uh, one. They zero. actually did arrive. And, uh, and you know, went through the entire thing, including one of them dudes being powerbombed through a table. Yeah. Uh, by Briggs, Briggs and Jensen. Yeah. And Jensen, yeah. yeah. 
who also um, had a really good showing in this in this match. I who had a terrific showing, yeah. Uh, and so, yeah, man, I thought I thought this. I thought so far, out of everybody, the most development I've seen from day one to now. Grayson Waller already kind of had it. Well, he got to the point where he kind of is now still, and kind of been he's kind of leveled off his development. Yeah, the Creeds I thought were sort of like they could do a match. They have very quickly I developed know. into a really good tag team, mm -hmm. and I love to see that. They've obviously put in a ton of work, and I think they realize they've got all the ingredients to be, you know, <clears throat> down the road, a couple of just really great or, or, or a really great tag team. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um and and this was a big this was a big show for them. It really was. I, I thought it was really cool. I I, lo I love to see that kind of stuff. I thought it was really cool. I mean, you could have had them win the titles here. They've been like, "Yay, Creed Brothers, that's cool." Now, when they eventually do win it, I mean, bigger. Exactly, it's gonna feel momentous. Yeah, it was it was kind of funny. I don't I don't want to criticize too harshly, but like I remember, like the most disappointing aspect of the gauntlet was the pretty deadly segment. The, the the final match with Pretty Deadly. I remember them being a bit more dynamic wrestlers back in UK, but maybe that's just because they were against like Gallus and and Mustache Mountain and some really good teams. But I felt like their their portion of the match was by and large a lot of European uppercuts and like you know sort of corner splashes yeah. and corner European uppercuts. I do appreciate I, all the interesting ways they they get to like code breakers though. There's two different mm -hmm. unique ways they did it. And I was like, oh, yeah. those are both pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, but yeah, so that was kind of cool. We had new uh, tag team champions. I like yeah. that they're they're really trying to load these NXT episodes. They are with uh, are. with a lot of stuff. Uh, and then you got this uh, this Joe Gacy stuff. Yeah. Oh, I kind of like when he put on the Hall of Fame ring. Oh, the and the really bad sound effect of his, of his fingers sizzling from the hot ring. Get <laughs> like, out of here! I kind of liked it. I oh, that was it. so corny. That was so. And it corny. was just, it was it was probably Harland next to the camera mic going, and Joe's bad acting of it hurting. No. Mm -mm, not can you do it. a can you do a better performance of of ring hurting as you're putting it on? No, but that's also not my job, Steve. <laughs> Yeah, good point. Solid point. Yeah, uh, not into that, so, yeah. that storyline. I don't think speaking of not doing any favors to somebody. I don't think this storyline could do any favors for Braun Breaker. I mean, he'll get a win and he'll have a good match. Joe Gacy's a good wrestler. Yeah, he's a decent wrestler. It's but. it's. But here's the thing. It'll also look this kind of shit's also preparing these guys for main roster. Yeah, deal with that because they do goofy shit there. <laughs> the, the, the thing that got me though, so Braun, uh, yeah, comes out and drops a promo and he's like, "My dad's safe." Like, okay, you just took all the tension out of this storyline now. There's no tension now. <laughs> well, it's been a week. It's been a week, of course. How did your dad safe. get out? Did they just let him go? Did yeah, Braun yeah. have to pay some sort of ransom? <laughs> ransom. Did he have to guarantee uh, Joe a title match in exchange uh, for his father's freedom? Nah, it was an old school WCW style cliffhanger. And then the next week, it's always resolved. It's like, oh my God, DDP's facing off against the entire Wolfpack. We got to go to Robin Hood now, and then the next week it's fine. Yeah, no, nothing. I there's that. no, that yeah. It's a, it's a trope. I, I figured on another. I found another trope. Although cliffhanger, unresolved cliffhangers, or uh, or ill-resolved cliffhangers, that's not a terrible trope in pro wrestling. Usually, if you're like back in the day on Lost, 
You know, like they had great cliffhangers. Uh, Walking Dead always had good cliffhangers. Yeah. And it, what happens the very next episode, you find out what happens right afterwards. Exactly. Pro wrestling, the trope is you don't really see what happens right afterwards. No. Or if you do, it's a week later and, and the two people who are involved in that situation apparently haven't talked for that whole oh, week. Oh, the no communication thing. Between episodes, yeah. That's such a weird trope. No, I like that. That time sort of exists and doesn't exist between episodes. Yes. That's a good. So we're putting together this list. We're going to do a video for Friend No Club TV. And it's all about weird tropes in pro wrestling. So mm-hmm. far, we've got how old men are that the older you get, the more powerful you become. Mm-hmm. You grow in power. You don't get worse in power. You grow in power. Grow in power. Another one I thought of this week when I saw the Judas effect was. The natural collision physics, the impact of a move has no bearing on the power of a move. The amount of energy expended in the impact of a move actually doesn't like a leg drop is more powerful than a power bomb in some situations, depending on who's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. You think the move, Ooh. the most torque, most uh, power behind it would be the most destructive. Doesn't always work out right. that way. Yeah, doesn't work that. Just some old leathery leg drop it on your dropping like down Alabama on your upper slam chest. Alabama or a power bomb should should be a finisher and no favorite kick out of it. Done. Top rope Spanish fly should actually yeah. take out both people. Yeah. To be honest yeah. with you. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, also, we learned that Nathan Frazier has graduated from NXT UK. Is coming to two point Hey, Ben Carter. He's great. He's fantastic. I wonder where he's gonna. I always sort of worry about that. Like, where is he going to fit in? You know, because they don't do that. They don't do cruiserweights anymore on on there. So, yeah, like him and A-Kid, where do they fit in? Mm -hmm. They're fantastic wrestlers. Yeah. They're not huge characters, though, and that's what 2.0 is all about these days. It's characters, not so much. I mean, there's good wrestlers still, but. I wonder if they're working on that for A-Kid. I wonder if they're going to do that with Nathan Frazier, bring him in. Maybe. Different name, different, uh, different gimmick. Maybe. Um, otherwise, he's going to be in a, a, a WWE until his contract runs out. And he's going to run right to AEW. Yeah. yeah. He should go to New Japan Joint Bullet Club. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, let's get into it. Show opens up in North America title match between Cameron Grimes and Solo Sokoa. Uh, Grimes retains thanks to interference or attraction via Trick Williams, who distracts uh, uh, Solo. And then uh, Solo gets out of the ring. Uh, after hitting a splash off the apron on Trick, eats a cave-in from Grimes, and then Carmelo gets in the ring. He starts beating up Grimes. Solo tries to make the save, though Trick hits him with a chop block, sends him to the post, and then Trick and Carmelo starts beating up Grimes, and then Carmelo picks up the North American title and then drops it on Grimes. Yep, yep. Uh, after that, we had um, a couple of promos from some participants in the tag gauntlet. First up, Grayson Walla and Sanga. He says, me and Sanga should have been handed tag the tag titles on a silver platter. We got to go through this gauntlet match and Sanga's pissed. He's going to go through the other teams while I stand on the apron. Of course, that didn't happen. Didn't happen. Uh, then uh, we had Malcolm Bibbins and the Creed brothers in a promo. Even with their promo, the Creeds are, are coming off as more genuine, more yeah. authentic, more intense. Yeah, I feel like Brutus is a little bit ahead of his brother in the promo. He department. is. Yeah. Yeah, he's the taller guy, right? No, shorter. The shorter guy? Yeah, shorter, stockier guy. That's Brutus. Julius is the That's taller. That's Brutus? Yeah. Who's got the blonde hair? Brutus. Brutus. Who do you think is better at the promo? Brutus. Oh, you think so? Yeah. 
I noticed the other guy more. Really? Maybe I feel like Julia, yeah. Julia's a little stiff still. Just a oh, you think so? Okay. Yeah, where I feel right. like Brutus is a little more natural. Just a bit. Fair enough. Uh, Bivens starts off by saying, pretty deadly, attacked the Creeds and destroyed their dojo, our dojo. He says, this isn't NXT UK, though. We're going to kick your ass. And the Creed says, tonight we get our revenge and we get the titles. So we're going to right the wrongs from Stan and Deliver and show we're the best, not just in NXT, but of all time. Uh, you got you got to hold off on that a little bit. Why don't you just start start off with being the best in NXT? In NXT start there, win some titles, and then maybe start laying claim to best ever. Uh, I like this. Throughout the night, they had participants in the gauntlet match pick their positions from the tumbler. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the tumbler. Yeah, thanks to you for you for like the Royal Rumble. You play bingo mm-hmm. or something. You're familiar with mm-hmm. the tumbler. They pick their ball. A six. Yeah. Well, there's no A in bingo. <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, they pull out their ball. They seem content with their spot, and that's it. We don't know what it is. <laughs> but thank you, Roman Empire says bingo or bingo. It's been a while since I played bingo, Apparently. man. I don't know the rules. Apparently. I don't know the rules. <laughs> um, so then we got a broad breaker uh, promo. He says, "I just want to send attention, uh, send a message to uh, Joe Gacy. You got my attention. Uh, uh, Dad's home." Uh, but you got some nerve pulling that crap. Um, so, Ain go. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, he says, well, his father gave 20 years of business. He's a Hall of Famer. So how about you come out here, Joe? Come to the ring and see who the real tough guy is. So Joe shows up on the Tron. He says, I'm sorry I couldn't be there in person. It was a pleasure meeting your dad. I understand you so much more. We set Rick free, but he left something behind. He pulls out his Hall of Fame ring. And he says, this symbolizes the sacrifices your dad made uh, so you could stay in the ring right now. It also symbolizes your your family's life work, and then he dumps it in the fire, and then he laughs. Ha, ha, ha. Yeah, I like that. And there was an audible, ooh, when he dumped it in the fire. I like that. It was the, was the plan the whole time to dump it in the fire and then burn his own finger Maybe. with it? I guess so. Uh, anyways, now he has to wear that Hall of Fame ring for the rest of his career, have it surgically removed because – when the, the, burnt skin, into the skin exactly when the skin heals back it's going to be like around the ring yeah bit. he's going to show up next week he's going to be all infected and gangrenous i know he's going to have a, <laughs> yeah, a finger is going to be all shades of purple and green and stuff <laughs> he's going to have the chills he's got like yeah, sweat all over the place <laughs> <laughs> oh my god you look like you lost 50 pounds there fella Anyway, vomits mid match. <laughs> <laughs> uh, after that we had a toxic attraction interview uh and mandy's like uh she's like yeah it feels great sitting with the with the women with all the gold she says dakota's got a lot of voices in her head but none of them are whispering she's gonna be champ so i'm gonna show up go out and show that we are the measuring stick in nxt yeah uh backstage von wagner lays out jacket time and robert yeah. stone just goes looks like there's no match tonight uh after that we had uh braun breaker walking out to the parking lot Cameraman tries to interview. He says, hey, get that camera out of my face. I got nothing for you. Gets into his challenger and drives off. Yeah. Uh, and then we had Von Wagner versus uh, Ikman Jiro. Apparently this wasn't going to happen because, you know, Ikman Jiro had his ass beat. Yeah. Robert Stone gets on the mic. He says, looks like Jacket Time has run out of time. And after what Von Wagner did to them, you're never going to see Jacket Time again. This is Von's world. We're just living in it. So then Jiro comes to the ring, drop kicks Von Wagner out of the ring, grabs the mic, says, I'm pissed off. I'm going to kick Von Wagner's ass right now. 
Uh, and he actually put up a good fight. He did. This was not the squash that it should have been. Von Wagner kind of looked like an asshole, even in victory. But he won. Hits he finish. did win. But, I mean, come on. It wasn't the most convincing victory, no. No. Uh, especially the way Jack at time is booked. They're just not booked. Like, they could easily have eaten this squash. Like, okay, Jiro, yeah, you're, you've got, you're tough. You came to the, to the ring. That should be your win. He shouldn't get any of his shit in. But it's Von Wagner. He's sort of a yeah. clown. So then Sophia Cromwell shows up in the crowd and just points towards the mm -hmm. ring. Yeah. And then Von. And she's like nodding. Yeah. It's really mechanical and weird like yeah. a Chuck E. Cheese figure. And so uh, Von picks up Jiro and then throws him into the crowd, the front row of the mm -hmm. crowd, from the ring. Mm -hmm. Out of the ring into the crowd. Yeah. Uh, then we get a Nikita Lyon sit-down interview with Mackenzie Mitchell. Um, she's asked about Lash Legend. She says, Lash talks a lot of trash. She's athletic as hell, but she, she says, I don't have to prove myself to Lash. I have to prove myself to the NXT universe. She says, I can make waves in the women's division. And then out of nowhere, Lash comes in and just boots oh, Lions beautiful. and her chair over. It was comedic. It was yeah. I, the, I saw the gif of this before I saw the actual thing, and it is comedic. It's it is funny. hilarious. It is pretty yeah. funny. And then uh, Lash tells Mackenzie, if you want to interview somebody next time it needs to be me yeah man uh, after that we had a pretty deadly video package where uh they pull their number for the gauntlet match afterwards they pull the number for their gauntlet match from the tumbler they seem H happy with their position h39 it's no h dakota kai versus mandy rose was next this is a solid bout unfortunately uh, 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 there was some uh, distraction here from uh, uh, the the rest of Toxic Attraction. Uh, Dakota Kai ends up turning into a V trigger from Mandy Rose due to that distraction, and then Wendy Chu comes out, gets on the apron, and uh, she's got a couple of super soakers with her, and she just starts dousing them with that super soaker with the water in the super soaker. And Toxic Attraction acts like it's uh, it's more than just a little bit of water. Yeah, it's just water. I don't know it's how people react to being shot with water like they're being shot with, like, something horrible. It's just water. Well, also, you know, it'd be one thing if it was, like, you know, the beer truck or the milk truck that exactly. we saw on main roster exactly. years ago. But it wasn't – it's not, like, fire hydrant level of pressure here. Yeah. It's a, it's a child's toy. It's water. And it's just water. Water. So we're back to Joe. Uh, he has this promo where he talks about we are a society that lives through social media motion. The world is run by the court of public opinion, not by the rule of law. Truth is what people believe, not what they know. People don't know what they want until you give it to them or give them what they need. Braun can't carry the weight of NXT on his back. He's the only one. He, Joe, is the only one that can guide NXT. Braun is too emotional, too easy to manipulate. Says, I made him angry in one moment, helpless in the next. I can control Braun's every move. And I'll tear down everything in his life. But I may hang on to one thing. So he grabs an obvious pair of barbecue tongs. Mm -hmm, tongs yeah, you would man. use on your grill. Yeah. And digs them into the fire, pulls out the Hall of Fame ring. And Do you have a problem with him using barbecue tongs? Unless he was planning to grill some hot dogs on those flames afterwards. A little bit. Okay. All right. All right. Fair enough. Um, and then, so then he puts that ring, which is still supposed to be hot at this juncture, but we know that because they put in the sizzling sound effect. And he's all, ah, 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 ah. He puts it on. He's got the ring on his pinky now. 
You know what would have been way cooler is if he didn't. You're right. If he didn't use tongs and he just used his hand. Yeah, that would have been better. Yeah, like because I think you could put a bunch of like, I don't know, flame resistant stuff goo on your hand and then he just reaches down. Or just there do it really fast. It. You see it in and out. <laughs> no, he does it slow. Goes like that. Brings it up. There's some melting sleeve, flesh. Slow. That'd be cool. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Uh, uh, you got it. After that, uh, Legato, Del Fantasma's backstage. I didn't. I didn't really get this. So Tony, maybe I just had it on too low. Tony D walks in. Oh, it's real simple. Tony D tries to pay them off with some money, and then Santos says, "My respect is more valuable than that." Okay. All right. So let's go. So he walks in. He says, "Hey, we might have had a misunderstanding." He says, "But if things don't go their way this week, here's a little taste, a peace offering." What was the money for? I guess their services. It's like, hey, if you lose, you can work for me. Oh, if things don't go your way, here's. I just was confused. Instead of peace offering, you should have said a job offer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah I, I. I. I feel like Tony D hasn't actually watched any mafioso movies. Sort of confused about how this stuff works. And Maybe. Santos is like, he's like, what? It's. it's I mean, he's kind of doing the Andrade thing. Offering up money and, and you know for uh, services that for people who are not for sale. So, so yeah, Santos gives them envelope back. He says the respect of this family is worth more than that, way more. Which leads me to believe there is a price. Yeah, like an attaché case full of hundos. Yeah, I do the trick. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Uh, then we got a Cora Jade promo. Uh, she talks about how important WrestleMania weekend was for her. Her family was watching. Uh, she was this close to getting the women's title, but getting that close made her realize she just, just doesn't want it. She needs it. Um, it says, the goal remains the same at eight. I wrote my notebook that I would become champ at WB. I'm going to work my ass off to get to that reality and make sure my name is up there with all the women I idolized growing up. Sasha, uh, she mentions Natalia, several mm -hmm. more. Um, and then one day my name will be with them and I'll hold the championship. And then she's interrupted by Natalia. Mm -hmm. She comes to the ring. And she starts putting over Jade huge. She says, uh, Jade mentions, hey, I don't know if you remember this. I went to a show in 2011. You pointed at me in the crowd, and I sent you a DM. And Natalia says, I do remember that. I DM'd you um, when you made your debut in NXT, and I saw that that message. And Natalia is actually like getting real emotional. And she's really putting over uh, Cora. She says, I pointed to the right girl that night. You're the mm -hmm. future of NXT, and the future looks bleak. And then she lays her out. <laughs> And then puts her in the sharpshooter. Yeah, man. I was marking out for Natalia doing that because Cora's promo, the way she was acting when Natalia came out there, oh, I was like, can somebody please hit her? <laughs> like, Natalia, can you just slap that sharpshooter on her? Because she was just geeking out and being a dork. And I was like, man, I was rooting for you to get that title, Cora. Now, not so much. Not anymore, huh? Not, Not really. I mean, it's a, look, this is good. And it seems, I don't know, later on it showed a Natalia backstage, and she was like, hey, you're all on notice. So she might be there for Stick a spell. around a little bit, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Um, I mean, that's going to be, you know, that's going to be a good match. Natalia knows what she's doing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, uh, she's got a match against uh, Tatum Paxley next week. Yes, correct, because of that backstage segment yeah. there. Uh, so backstage, Briggs and Jensen and Fallon are backstage. Briggs is like, we got to focus tonight. We got to go through every tag team to get the titles. Fallon says, tonight we got to kick some ass. And they all uh, get like, super hyped up, yeah. 
Yeah, man. Uh, we had that Nathan Frazier video package. He's coming to NXT 2.0. And then we had Draco Anthony versus Zion Quinn. At a certain point in this match, Draco Anthony mocked Zion Quinn's uh, little battle routine, little battle dance, I forget what it's called. And uh, Zion Quinn didn't like that. And then he completely murdered Draco Anthony, hit him with that diving elbow finish. Zion Quinn has got a terrific look. I think this dude's got tons of charisma. I think he's like one of the prime, him and like Lash Legend will so benefit if they start doing the house shows. Yeah. Because this dude needs the reps. Like his his move, his set, his his move list is really short. Yeah, I know, I know. Like I he know. does not do a lot in there. No. Uh, then we go. We do the this bit with Natalia, walking mm-hmm. through the 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 women's locker room. Tells everybody they're on notice. Accepts the challenge from Tatum Paxley, and then we see uh, Index and Dusha uh, in in backstage, and they're all this arguing. This made me laugh. At this point, this this sort of like turned the corner for me because it's like, wait, they always hate each other. They're always never on the same page, and yet they are always together. I know. So it just sort of, I don't know. And then when they ended up on the same team. So anyways, what yeah, happened? Yeah, so Alex? Persia says, you know, if Duke and Dexter teamed up, they'd win the, the tag titles in the Scotland match. Indy says, well, that's a great idea. Uh, uh, Duke says, no, nah, not going to happen. Dexter, mm-mm. And then Indy and Persia really just start twisting their arms about it. Eventually, mm-hmm. Duke Diaz says, yeah. And then Duke Dexter gives the thumbs up. I'm kind of looking forward to this team. I think Duke Duke, and the absurdity of, of, of Loomis, I think it'll be funny. It could be. It, it could be yeah, so long as, be as they can. Coexist. Uh, after that, we had the gauntlet match for the tag titles. First up, the Creed Brothers versus Legato Del Fantasma. Of course, this is the team of Joaquin Wild and Cruz del Toro. It's not a bad name. I think it's a good name. Solid name. I've always I've always been big into the name Cruz. Good name. It's a good name. Uh so yeah. Uh and this is good stuff, but uh Julius gets the win here for his team with a sliding clothesline um on I don't know who. One I believe it was Wild. Wild. Wild there. The guy Joaquin without the name change. Uh then we got the Creed Brothers versus Briggs and Jensen. Some long-term storytelling here. So Fallon comes to the ring with Briggs and Jensen, and as Legato's going backstage, Electra Lopez goes up to Fallon and just pie-faces her. Ooh. Yeah, man. It's good stuff. It's good showing here from Briggs and Jensen. At one point, they put uh, Brutus Creed through the announce table with a powerbomb slam combo. I like, yeah, them working the heel a little bit, you know? Yeah. Uh, He eventually works his way back into the match. Uh, Julius puts Briggs in the ring, and then Brutus hits Jensen with the slow – or out of the ring, sorry – Julia sends Briggs out of the ring. Brutus hits Jensen with a sliding clothesline to get the win. Next is Creed Brothers versus Grayson Waller and Sanga. I appreciate all Briggs and Jensen. I like that part of the story towards the finish was them not being able to to close that match. Mm-hmm. And they were really like not on the same page when it came to like, you know, you see the Creed Brothers and they're pretty they're pretty seamless finishing matches. Yeah. Briggs and Jensen, they're not there yet. No, and that's kind of the thing is they were kind of like even in kayfabe put together as a tag team. It's not like they have something they sought out. Right, exactly. And you know. the Creeds are obviously brothers, brothers, <laughs> actual brothers. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, uh, Waller and Sanga. Uh, the, this match, of course, Waller started off on the apron, you know, sort of directing traffic, mainly interacting with the crowd, but then uh, uh, he got tagged in at a certain point. And uh, 
arm was totally fine. Mm-hmm. It was all a big ruse. So uh, I, I appreciate, though, like that sell job he did at uh, Stand and Deliver. I mean, it probably was – it probably actually hurt like oh, hell. I imagine it probably did hurt, yeah. But it's not like it snapped or something, so no, that's no, cool. No. Uh, again, I mean, they wouldn't have him on the apron if he, no, <laughs> if he had a no. legit busted arm. No. Uh, so Sanga took the pin here after, again, another sliding clothesline from Julius. And then we get our final bout in the gauntlet match, Creed Brothers versus Pretty Deadly. Um, again, Pretty Deadly, they got some cool ways they, they transition into getting these kind of like code breaker type moves off. It's mm. pretty fun. In yeah. the end, though, uh, so Julius is trying to get back of the ring. He's not the legal man. That's distracting the ref. So Brutus is going for a sliding uh, clothesline. Instead, Elton, Prince, boots Brutus, so he can't do it to Kit, and then pretty deadly hit their finish to get the win. Spilled milk. Yup. Spilled milk. Uh, all right, man, let's go ahead and answer some questions. If you're here in the chat, highlight some messages. Uh, got a thread right here on the Patreon of patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Uh, let's see here. Um, ooh, this is kind of a loaded one here. Steve claims. Well, okay. Now we actually talked about this a little bit. Steve Klein says, how would you book an episode of raw like dynamite? Oh, I thought he meant, how would you book an episode of dynamite? Like we book raw the way we would do it, and that would be the middle finger to close the show. Yeah. But he says, how would you book an episode of Raw like Dynamite? It, honestly, it, to, in my opinion, Raw and SmackDown, so WWE main roster programming simply suffers uh, in the pacing department. There's there's too much, there's too many recaps, uh, there's too many rematches, too many, and it doesn't elongated, have... Elongated talking bits, too. It doesn't have a sense of urgency. Nope. And even in the even in the talky bits, and you can tell when AEW slows to a crawl, it's Dan Lambert is given much too time on the mic. Uh, every once in a while, somebody will just drone on and on, mm-hmm. and they're, and if they're not compelling, they're not going to keep us into it. WWE has too much of that. Yeah, and uh, and so they yeah, it's it's honestly it's so much in the pacing, and so much of uh, like Attitude Era stuff was the pacing was this the yeah, way dynamite bang, bang. like matches were like five minutes on on attitude mm-hmm. era ross bang 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 yeah stuff just moved uh mayor planet houston who else should joe gacy kidnap to make a statement scott steiner scott steiner of course yeah absolutely uh patty swan not sure if you already talked about it. did you see the young rock tease with the young roman yes i did see that on twitter i did that yeah that yeah i thought that was good i thought that was really good um, and it makes me think that Rock really wants to do that. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Soak and Rose. Should Hook still be a part of Taz's faction? Yeah, it's his dad. Yeah, of course. Although I wouldn't be opposed if he joined the Blackpool Club. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, Jorge D. So what happens to best friends now? Uh, Uta ditched them and made them look like chumps. I think Statlander also ditched them and got cool all of a sudden. Yeah. Need more Rapongi. Punky Vice, Punky Knights, eating chips. Xavier Gray, uh, who are the top baby faces and heels on NXT 2.0? Braun Breaker. Braun. Uh, Mandy Rose is top heel for the women. Yeah. Uh, you got Carmelo as a heel. Probably Carmelo. I think they want Cameron Grimes to be number two baby face. 
I mean, he is North American champion after all. I can see that. Um, top uh, face in the women's division is probably Cora Jade. Yeah, you'd think, you'd think it'd be Cora Jade, yeah. 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 Uh, Roz Cody says, I was a fan of Kushida in New Japan. How do they bring him back to that same level or at least or better? Got to win. Need some wins. Yeah. But the thing is, WWE doesn't do cruiser rates unless you're Rey Mysterio. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Thomas Dunnigan, would you say the Ring of Honor titles are good for AEW talent that aren't in the AEW title picture like Joe? Or do you think Ring of Honor titles should only be for wrestlers who are more specific to that promotion? I don't know that. Uh... Well, I think it, that, that is really answer to that question. We kind of have to wait till Ring of Honor has some sort of regular programming. While it doesn't, you need to keep the brand fresh in people's minds. So it's going to be on AEW television. I think that's yeah. a good idea. You know, if they want to keep that brand relevant. Then you got to have mm. titles defended. You got to have yeah. Gresham defending the title. Now, Joe. Will or Yuta with the pure title, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, honestly, they've got so many people and such a wide variety of wrestlers that, you know, nobody's going to complain when Joe puts the Ring of Honor TV title up. It's a Joe match. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to like that. Everybody likes Wheeler Yuta. People are going to be fine watching him in a pure rules match. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, no, I don't have a problem with the Ring of Honor titles being an AEW. Um, you know, I have a bigger problem with AW not giving their women very much time on TV. Yes. <clears throat> uh, let's see here. John Elite says, with Natty showing up last night on NXT 2.0, who else do you see from the main roster making an appearance? Um, good question. Natalia is kind of the Dolph Ziggler of the women's division. Yeah. Huh? yeah. I mean, they're only going to go to a point in terms of bringing main roster. They're not going to bring main eventers over. Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be Dolph level. Um, I can see like maybe Alpha Academy, that you know, yeah. maybe that's sort of like you know on the horizon. I can see Alpha Academy versus the Creed Brothers. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be a good match. Yeah. Um, anyways, that's gonna do it for us. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. Tomorrow at noon Pacific, Correct. three Eastern, we've got NXT UK. Uh, we're gonna watch that on the Twitch. Uh, and then we're going to do the numbers don't lie. We're going to revisit Bret Hart. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, tomorrow night, the Smash Zone at 5 Pacific, 8 Eastern. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.